The Edinburgh Football Podcast is brought to you in association with Nicholson Joinery Limited. Yes, hello and welcome to the Edinburgh Football Podcast. It's just me, Andrew, this week with scheduling issues with uh, Christmas and, and Hogmanay and working. It is uh, just me as I'm uh, on school holidays, so it makes it a little bit easier for myself. Uh, but different though, <laughs> quite difficult to, to uh, come up with all the information when it is just you, so I will do my best. This really is just a... A preview uh, for the weekend's fixtures coming up, our uh, New Year fixtures. There's five of them. We've got a local derby in there. Um, so, big, big games coming up. So, tonight's agenda, we'll start with Hibs, on to Hearts, and then on to Ember City, and then our three lone league sides. So, we'll start with Hibs then, and it's been an interesting week. I think last week I, I spoke that I actually thought it was a difficult run for Hibs. When I looked at that, I know there was a bit of debate on that on the podcast, but I just looked at it and just looked at the teams that were coming up against St Mirren, Rangers, Livingston, uh, Ross County, of course, last night, and I, d- I just looked at that quite difficult. I was I was I was happy with the win against uh, St Mirren. Actually, the, the way that it came around, you know, one nil, quite resolute. Um, the goal coming from Kevin Nisbet again, getting his I think tenth goal uh, of the season. So. Really happy. I think it was, a, it was a great three points because in the run that, that, that St Mirren had been on and some of the scalps that they'd taken. I know they'd beat Aberdeen, they'd beaten Rangers in the Cup. Um, so for me that was a good a good three points. On to the Rangers game. And I was relatively content with the with the performance. I think we've played a lot better at Ibrox in, in years gone by. But it's been an improvement. I think when we were through there last year we took some, some comfortable defeats. Um so we're certainly competitive and you know before the game uh, and I was watching it I just thought if Hibs can be in the game until the last sort of 15 maybe 20 minutes if we're maybe you know drawing or, or a goal behind um, that's what I was looking for and that's what we were we were competitive I think we I think Barnes did make a few good saves but we limited real sitters for, for Rangers I know he made a, a good save late on uh, from a one-on-one but uh, it was a decent performance and we had we had chances of a you know Two big penalty shouts for Hibs, and uh, if I'm honest, I I think they were penalties. Uh, I don't know if that's me looking through my my green tinted spectacles, but um, I I just thought they were penalties. I thought the high boot from from Hadji. I, I just think anywhere else in the park, and and that's that that's a high foot. So I, I don't see the difference of it being in the box. I know there wasn't contact with Newell's with Newell's head, but the boot is high. Um, so for me that was a penalty, and the next one for me is is the the poacher. So when he runs towards the the front post, and I think maybe a lot of people look at the the upper body contact. I think with Tavernier, that's not what I seen. I actually seen a, a trip, accidental or not. I thought there was a slight contact in the legs of Poachus, which makes him tumble at the front post, and um, it just wasn't to be. But it gave me a lot of confidence and. The game last night against Ross County, well, that, that was, I know that some of the social media outlets, uh, Tammy Manis, I think, was saying that it's one of the, the poorer performances he's seen from Hibs this season, and I'd, I'd probably have to agree with them. It, it, it looked tired. And for me, you know, when you look at the Hibs squad now, it looks, it does look light in, in terms of numbers, and perhaps this last uh, week has just been maybe too much, just this sort of fixture list, the build-up, Midweek Saturday, mid sorry, yeah, midweek Saturday, midweek Saturday again. Um maybe it's been a bit too much for Hibs in, in the last week because it looked tired, it looked laboured, it looked like some players needed a rest. 
but because of the, the, the squad numbers that we have, we're not able to do that. Take off the back of that, the fact we had Raiders at the weekend, which were doing a lot of running, um, a lot of running without the ball, so that would have taken out players as well. But I just thought we should maybe one too, one too many uh, games, and it, it was disappointing. Um, the goals that we conceded, because I don't think Ross had many chances in the game, but uh, it's uh, just disappointing. Disappointing, we didn't really create a lot. I can't remember Nisbet having any chances. Um, Doyle had a couple that he sort of he lent back, put one over the bar, which would, would have been a good time to score. But it just wasn't to be. It was a, a laboured, sort of a poor performance for me. Um, and this weekend, I think that's tough. I think Livingston, what concerns me about Livingston is the fact that they had a week, a midweek off. So they're going to be a lot more rested than Hibs. But the form that Livingston are on is, is quite incredible. Um, so you look back, I think they've won five league games in a row. Beat Livingston, eh, Kamarnik 2-1 on Boxing Day. They beat Hamilton 2-0. Ross County 2-0. St Johnston 2-1. Dundee United 2-0. That's all in a row. So they've not, you know, and then it was a, a League Cup game where they beat Air 4-0. All since, since Martindale's come in. So the job that he's done in such a short period of time has been quite quite incredible. So really tough game for Hibs. Um, my prediction is going to be our draw, I think, in this game. And I actually think I'm going to go for 1-1. For one, one. Yeah, I think it's going to be tough. I think I think Hibs will have enough to get something out of the game, I would hope. A, a real sort of kick up the backside from, from the midweek game. But I think Livingston are going to be a bit of a thorn in the side, which they have been in recent times. But it's going to be a tough game, so I'm going to go for 1-1 in that. Right, on to Hearts then. And the last couple of weeks, it's just been a lot more like it. You know, I think, to be honest, after that defeat against Dunfermline, I think that's exactly what was needed. A bit of a, a kick up the backside for players and perhaps the, the whole invincible sort of cap that was getting put towards Hearts um, had gone with the defeat. And I think the Hearts players could just relax. And, you know, since then in the league, they've been... Dominant, really dominant, as they should be with the class that's on that heart side in the championship. You know, since then, 3 0 against Arlo in the league, 2 0 against Green and Morton in the league, 6 1 against Queens, 5 3 against Ayr, and then 3 1 uh, on Tuesday night against Arbroath. It's just a, mo- a lot more like it. And, you know, take the last couple of games, you know, in, in the league, that is, you know, six goals against uh, Queen of the South. You know, you've got boys chipping in with goals and then goals spread across the across the team. And then you've got the the game against the air. Where it, was, it was a bit interesting for a little time, you know. It was looking a bit close and could just be another slip-up. But then the you know, the subs that, that, that Nielsen made, I know that, that Whiting came on and, and made a almost immediate impact, um, chipping in with two goals, which is good for him. A player that's, that's uh, had a tough start at Hearts, but... For me, he's really bulked out the last sort of couple of months. I don't know what he was doing over lockdown, but I remember when he first broke into the side at, at Hearts, he looked quite slight. But since uh, the, the, this season, he's he's looked like he's really bulked bulked up, really hit the gym, and I think that's actually paying dividends with his with his two goals. Obviously, the goal against Hibbs um, in, in the semi final. So um, great, and then for the fight for the five three win over over Air, which uh, you know comfortable it's good goals goals are plenty, and then. You know, on Tuesday night, it's it's just the the experience of Stephen A. Smith, isn't it? Three goals, in, in seven minutes. I heard the second half wasn't great, but you know, job, job done. You know, uh, three goals, three points, and and that's what it's all about. And it, it it's Hearts looking good. You know, Hearts looking good. A cup, a tough couple of run games coming up. Well, a tough little run, I think, for for Hearts. But I would expect them to 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 take to take six points. Um, Dundee away. 
at the weekend. This will be this will be one of their tougher games, I think, at the start of the season. If you were to ask our our uh, Ross on the podcast, you'd probably say the games against Dundee and Dunfermline are going to be the toughest games. Definitely away from home. We've seen Hearts really put uh, Dundee to the sword earlier on in the season. You know, six two in the first game of the season back in sixteenth of October. Um, but Dundee, and at that time you're thinking, God, Dundee are looking looking pretty terrible. But they've been on a not a bad run. They're scoring goals, scoring a lot of goals. Um, three one against the uh, Alloa on Tuesday night for them. Three one away to Queen Queen the South on the Saturday before that. They drew three three with uh, Dunfermline, but I think they were actually, oh yeah, they were they were three 0 up uh, in that game going on late into the game. I think with twelve minutes left, they were three 0 up. Um, so there's goals there. For, for Dundee I think Osman So has, has chipped in with, with a couple of goals you know he scored two against uh, Alaba the other night there he got he got a hat-trick against Queen of the South and he got one against uh, Dundee uh, Dunfermline should I say so he's on a good run actually goal scoring wise so there is threats there of course in that Dundee side but when Hearts are on it in this le- in this league uh, I, I can't see any team really uh, living up to them with, with the class that, that Hearts have certainly going forward I do expect Hearts to go up there and come away with a win. And I think it's going to be a narrow win, though. And I'm actually going to go... My prediction this weekend is going to be 2-1. 2-1 to Hearts uh, against Dundee. And beyond that, they've got Dunfermline at home. So that'll be a big game for big game for Hearts. Maybe try a, a little bit of revenge on, on Dunfermline. But it's the two teams that are below them in the league. Big gap, though. Um, right now, obviously, five points ahead of, of Dunfermline with a game in hand. And they're already eight points clear of Dundee with a game in hand. So... Um, red top form and I expect uh, expect a win this weekend but I think it'll be a bit narrower than the 6-2 when they got uh, at the start of the season against Dundee so yeah 2-1 for Hearts for me on Saturday right on to Edinburgh City then and it was Scottish Cup action last weekend in uh, Boxing Day so a comfortable 3-1 win over Cali Braves Um they went 1-0 down. Ross McNeil scoring a decent finish, actually. A good goal. Um, and I think it's to be honest, but I was never I was never really concerned with uh, with Emerson. I thought they were gonna they would come through. I think they have too much too much uh, ability for for Cali Braves, no disrespect, but Cali Braves are mid a mid uh, mid table side in the in the lone league, so it was only a matter of time before the uh, the goals came in it. It was that uh, that man Josh Campbell again heavily involved uh, comes off the defender but he's been a great signing I know actually going back to, to pre-season uh, I mentioned it a couple of times in the podcast going away back to, to pre-season um, when they played civil uh, close friend of mine John Dunn in, in the civil civil team he they played uh, Ember City in a friendly and, and he said Josh Campbell looks a, a real real player and and since then, keeping a close eye he's been one of the standouts for City actually uh, so far this season he's on loan from Hibs he's really stepped up in, in League 2 and he's been one of the top performers and he, he chipped in with two goals at the weekend you know the, the two goals he scored against uh, Queen's Park a few weeks earlier as well he's been a he's been a really really good signing and uh, Robbie McIntyre as well getting on to, getting on the score sheet a, a player that had been missing quite a little bit at the start of the season last couple of weeks he chipped in a few goals someone that Callum likes to constantly tease me about my, my uh, appreciation of Robbie McIntyre but I think he's been a great signing since McDonough came in you know they got him from from Tynecastle, I know he'd been down south for a bit, and it looked like he maybe kind of almost took a little break from football, and then he got back into it with Tynecastle and kind of plucked from nowhere. Really, for me, it wasn't somebody I'd actually heard of, and I, at, at that time I was playing at Spartans, and, it, and I know we weren't in the same league as Tynecastle, but it wasn't somebody that I'd really heard of. But you know, 
incredible, incredible signing he has been for, for Edinburgh City and um, he's really stepped up to League 2 really well and he's performing well again, he chipped in with another goal at the weekend so delighted for them, they've been rewarded, well I say rewarded, they've got Airdrie in the, the next round um, of the of the uh, Scottish Cup, a team that it will be tough. Airdrie are a, are a good side. Uh, some you know I know they signed uh, Laurent Robert's son in the summer, but they've been on a good run actually in recent weeks. Actually, since uh, Edinburgh City Edinburgh City beat them, uh, if you look at their their league fixtures, you know they beat four for three one, drew with Cove, um, and then more recently they've actually beat Falkirk and, and then beat Clyde. So you know they have got a, a, a good bit of ability there, but. And saying that, that's the Scottish Cup. That's a, a few weeks down the line. This weekend, it's Cowdenbeath. Now, Cowdenbeath beat Edinburgh City earlier in the season. Um, but Edinburgh City are, are six points uh, clear of them at this moment in time. Cowdenbeath currently eighth, played eight, seven points. Um, I know they beat Brecon in their last league fixture. But before that, it was even look at the last five games, it was four league defeats in a row for, for Cowdenbeath in, in lead up to that win against... Uh, win against Brecon, Brecon who are of course at the bottom of the league at this moment in time so you would expect Embra City to, to start putting a, a bit of a run together because it's you know it's two league games without a without a win, they lost to Stirling Albion eh, last time out, they drew with Queen's Park and then obviously they got their, their win there so it's two without uh, a win there and they need to start picking up wins if they're looking to, to really try and push for maybe top two, I think you know 10 points behind Queen's Park, I think the league is is too far, too far away now Um so they need to keep winning to keep on the on the the coattails of Elgin still in Albion and Stranraer. Um, big game away to at Cowdenbeath. Uh, I would be surprised if it survives the weather um, in terms of 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 the cold because it is it is a cold uh, cold couple of days and as it's been with the snow across the Lothians and, and Fife in the, in the last couple of days. So I'd be surprised if it's on. But if it is, it's going to be tough. The park at Cowdenbeath is is small. Uh, played there a few times with City in my days, and it's it really is. Even goal kicks, you can almost, if they've got a slight wind behind you, you can almost hit it into the opposition's box or right at the edge of the box. So that does make it difficult. Any free kick, even in your own half, can you can get the ball into the box. So it makes it a real a real battle actually when you go and play Cowdenbeath. And I hope that Edinburgh City can can stand up to that. Um, Cowdenbeath, of course, have dangerous players, but you think with the ability that that City have, they should be going up to to Cowdenbeath and picking up all three points. I think they will. I think it'll be narrow as well. Like like the Hearts game, I'm gonna go for I'm gonna go for two one Edinburgh City, uh, a narrow three points. Hopefully it's it's more comfortable than that, but um, I think the conditions will, will, will be will be difficult there on a, on a cold cold day up in up in Fife. So narrow win for me for 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 Edinburgh City, two uh, one. On to our Lowland League then, and we'll go to, we'll start with uh, well the big game. This weekend, uh, so we'll touch on both sides. But it's Spartans against Civil Service Strollers. It's a, it's a North Edinburgh derby. Hopefully, it survives the weather at Ainsley Park. I know it's Astro, but with Astros, as soon as it's cold weather, they go rock hard. So we've seen Livingston's Astro was off during the week. Uh, hopefully, it survives the weather. But Civil and Spartans are ninth and tenth in the league. There's only two points between them at this moment in time. I know Spartans have got a game in hand, but you know, fairly, fairly, fairly similar in terms of terms of points, you know, just that two points between them. Uh, if you start with Spartans as, as the home side, um, they were against Elg, uh, against Stranraer last weekend in the Scottish Cup and it was a, a comfortable defeat, unfortunately, 5-0. Um, I think we were expecting a, a defeat to Spartans. Um, Stranraer actually going well in, in League 2, sort of 
fourth, I think, in the league. So um, it was always going to be tough. I think 5-0, a sore one to take for Spartans. They'd like to perhaps have been a bit more uh, competitive in the game, but there was quite a few injuries before before the game. I know that their bench was, was fairly light in numbers. Uh, defensively, I think they were kind of stretched, so probably unsurprising that they, they did uh, concede a few goals. But I actually caught up with uh, their captain to look ahead to this weekend's fixture. So I caught up with Spartans captain, Adam Corbett. Yes, Adam. Um, been decent the last sort of couple of months for, for Spartans. After that, probably tricky start to the season. Uh, went through a bit of a, a bad patch. But once the win started, that second half basically against uh, East Stirling, it's been, Spartans has been a, a decent place right now. really been impressed I know it took him a little while to, to get going but I've been really impressed with uh, Archie Mikkelsen I thought he's come in and done and done really well I know that he was uh, you know nominated for one of our Player of the Month awards but pretty much from that Shire game really he's really kicked on he's been a key player for you in the last last couple of weeks hasn't he? He has done yeah um, I think it was last season um, he was Something the podcast is as onlookers on. It's I know you've said that you've you started to tighten up um, in the last couple of weeks, but something that was for maybe a, a little spell there was uh, almost like lapses in concentration defensively. Just little moments in games. I think you probably as a centre half yourself, you probably recognised that it was just for long periods of games you were defending really well, but probably just giving away maybe one or two soft goals, just slight lapses in concentration. But it seems maybe. In the last couple of weeks, that started to be ironed out a little bit more, hasn't it? Yeah, like you said, just uh, slot, sloppy goals. Um, <laughs> I guess when when they're going against you, it kind of feels yeah. like a, you're a bit unlucky. Um, but just if you strip it all back, it comes back to mistakes, um, yeah. whether they're small mistakes or big mistakes. But yeah, we were getting punished for them. Yeah. Um, but I would say, yeah, just tightened up. Um, Less mistakes all over the park, but obviously at the back, yeah, um, it definitely helps. So, uh, I mean, if you if you can keep yourself clean sheets, then um, you're going to do well in this league. So, absolutely, uh, huge game this weekend. Then uh, the local derby. They've been, you know, since I was at, at Spartans, and probably since you've been involved in the, in the first team, first team as well. Adam at Spartans, and it, they've been close games, haven't they? So, civil will bring a bring a difficult game this weekend. Um, like you said, it's a dark base, so um, 
both sets of players will be will be up for it as will the coaching staff. Um, it's one of those games that could probably go either way. Um, if they're they're having a good good day or we're having a good day, fingers crossed. Both teams are are playing well, and uh, it's just one of those games that you look forward to playing and. Yep, so that was Adam's take on this weekend's game. He's expecting a, a close game against Civil Service, who, really so, he, he mentioned that uh, actually in the last game at Ainsley Park between the two, Civil came away with a narrow win. Civil come on to the back of this game in not bad league form. They, they, you know, they, they picked up a few good wins and then they had the defeat to, to East Colbride. And then the last two games, it was two draws against uh, Cumbernauld and Cali Braves, two games where they could potentially have picked up all six points, uh, but they only came in with two. So, um, they had Elgin last week in the Scottish Cup, and again, I think we all predicted it's going to be a tough game. Elgin going really well in League Two at this moment in time, and um, it was always going to be hard. And they came with a four 0 defeat. Maybe all accounts, several really competitive in the first half, but they conceded right on half time, and then right after half time. Which made their made their life very difficult. Uh, I caught up with Civil Shrewsbury Strollers captain Mark McConnell to get his take on this weekend's fixture away to Spartans. Sparky Civil in not bad form actually. When you look at the league, last six games I think it's only maybe one league defeat. But the two league games before last week's Scottish Cup game they were probably quite quite sore to take considering. It was two draws, but two games where you probably could have all taken all six points or three points, if you know what I mean. Yeah, um, Cumbernauld, I thought we were in control of the game. Um, won the lap and it's just a case of, I, I don't know, we just couldn't seem to get the second goal to sort of kill the game. Yeah. Um, and then goal we conceded, just disappearing, long throw into the box and we've not defended it. And the strikers reacted fastest to get to the second ball and... Uh, it's tough to take because we were in control of the game, I thought. Um, they, we didn't feel too threatened. And then Cali Braves, it's sort of 2-0 up, flying first half in control again and second half, good goals to concede again. So it was, it was disappointing. But I think the Cali Braves game was sort of a bit different because they probably had the ascendancy. So to, to sort of hang on to the point, it was probably a fair result in the end. Um, but... I think I actually had a, a header off the line that maybe crossed the line just before uh, their equaliser. That would have, I think that would have changed the game. But mm. on the whole, we weren't good enough second half that game, so probably got what we deserved. It's sort of been a bit like that for you know having watched a few of the civil games uh, on streams and listened to reports and things. It's just been fine margins, isn't it? It's just maybe been not taking chances at the right time. I look back even to the East Colbride game, a couple of chances in there. Like you're saying, there's one clear off the line from you last week. It seems to have been a bit like that for Civil this season. It's just small moments or big moments at big times in the game, just maybe not quite going going Civil's way so far. Aye, um, exactly right. Um, I think it just seems to be little five, ten minute periods as well where we, we're maybe not playing great and we seem to concede goals. Um, and that's something that we need to work on where the moments in games where we're not doing well we need to grind, grind yeah. that out and yeah. make sure we don't concede and then we should hopefully pick up more points because I mean even the Elgin game there it was first half we were in control again we, we weren't threatened and then they scored just before half time and then the five ten minutes second half we find ourselves 3-0 down I think Civil actually probably got under the radar a little bit this season because obviously there's so many good teams in the in the lone league now that it's it's getting stronger and tr- stronger but I think Civil kind of got under the radar just sort of tucked in mid-table and a good couple of wins will 
I'll put Civil in good stead. But a huge game uh, this weekend, Sparky. It's uh, Spartans, of course, local derby. Such a shame that fans obviously can't be in there because uh, it usually has been a, a great uh, great game between the two sides. Really close, I think, last year, this time last year, it was a, a win at Ainsley Park for Civil, wasn't it? Uh, I think that's the first time that we've, we've beat Spartans since, mm. since I've been at Civil anyway. Um, and I think it's something on the committee. Um, I don't think we'd beat them in a long time, so it was mm. something that they were very, they were delighted with. Um, to finally get that because I think the previous games in previous years we've been close, they've been close games and it's just been one goal in it where either we'd get a draw or Spartans would nick it. Um, yeah. I think they have always been close games as well. Um, so I don't think it'll be any different this weekend. I think it'll be close. Obviously we're right next to each other in the league as well so both teams are I think both teams will be disappointed with where we are in the league mm-hmm. um, we feel we both should have more points so I can't see it being any different this weekend, it'll be close So that was uh, Mark's take on the game this weekend so both captains, interestingly, both saying that you know, two teams in similar form, two teams that are probably Disappointed of where they are in the league, they'd like to be higher up. You know, you look at teams around them, above them in the league. I know that still in uni, I've played more games, and but the way that you know, likes of Gala, etc., are ahead of of both sides. So, you know, I think both. I think that's a fair point. Both teams would be hoping to be further up in the table. Uh, both sort of bang mid table at this moment in time. Both teams probably hoping that they can pick up all three points, but both teams appreciating that if they're not on it, they can come away with with nothing. So it really is in the balance. Um, again, I, I just hope that it can it can beat the weather. Um, disappointed that fans can't be there either, because in the last few years they've been really competitive games. They've been at them all uh, at Christie Gillis and at, at uh, Ainsley Park. They've been great ties. They've been they've been close. Spartans have won. Have won a couple. Civil won there last season. This time last season with a, with a, a great goal actually from Archie Rowe, who's now at uh, Gala, uh, Gala Feridine. Big game. I think Spartans would look to use the home advantage uh, to their, uh, you know, to, to their advantage. Use the home, uh, being the home team. But Civil will go there with a game plan to 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 keep it to keep it tight and probably look to hit, hit on the break with the, with the forward players they've got now. I know they recruited Stephen Froud in the last. Um, last couple of weeks and John Hopkinson a few weeks before that so they've got a few new strikers there but I don't think that will change their game plan too too differently the way that, that Gary likes to play it'll be a close game uh, if I was to put prediction I think I'll go draw and I think I'll go I think I'll go 1-1 I just hope it can somehow beat the weather because I think it'll be a great great game on to Ember Uni then and this is uh, you know it was always going to be hard for the uni um, over the course of a season but that would have been a disappointing defeat losing out 7-1 last weekend to, to Stirling Uni a, a sort of uni derby there um, that was a, that was a tough a tough defeat to take and actually with, with that defeat brings a brings a larger goal difference naturally you know six goals worse off um, so the goal difference is a little bit closer with Vale although Ember Uni have played two more games than, than Vale and I've got four more points so hopefully it doesn't come into goal difference but these are all things you've got to keep your eye on um, in terms of, of, of finishing bottom but they've got a bit of a buffer they've got still in uni again so I'll be interested to know uh, and interesting to see if it's a sort of carbon copy I can't imagine so I think Dorian will have really uh, made a point this week in, in training that 
you know back to back games like that cannot you know cannot happen certainly against a team that a sort of you know former a, a uni side but they, they probably consider a bit of a rival um so I'd, I'd look and hope for a reaction from Embry Uni this weekend um and any points they pick up are just a, a massive bonus for me because um, to be honest the way that the, the lone league's going I know we kind of see it every week but the way the lone league is going it's getting harder and harder every year the longer that the uni can stay in the league is, is an absolute bonus um so with the resources that they have, um, as simple as that, you know they can't just go out and and buy players, and they really are um, dependent on who on who <laughs> gets the grades to get into the uni and who decides to choose Ember Uni. So tough game again, still in uni, a bit more of a sporting uni. Um, it'll be tough, I think, coming off the back of that seven one def- seven one defeat last week. Still in uni, will have a lot of confidence. Will they have a? Will they be too confident? Perhaps still in uni. Uh, could could Ember Uni catch somewhere that when Stellan Uni makes think it's too easy? I'll be interested to see what pans out. I think Ember Uni will lose, but hopeful that they can maybe pick up something from from the game. I'll go a bit closer though, and I think it'll be two 0 to to Stirling Uni uh, at, at the weekend. Well, that's all. Uh, I know it's a bit different this this week. I've not had Callum or Ross to to put in their uh, opinions but I thought I'd get something out for us so you can have a little listen to ahead of the weekend's games I hope you had a lovely Christmas and hope you can enjoy your new year uh, this evening but if you are listening closer to the games get your predictions in uh, by Saturday uh, Prediction League is competitive as ever and there's some big games so just to recap you've got Hibs Livingston Dundee Hearts Cownbeath Embra City you've got Embra Uni against Stirling Uni and the big one, the North Ember Derby, Spartans against Civil Service Stores. I've been Andrew, and that was your Edinburgh Football Podcast. <laughs>